it's weird, right? What people cling to when the shit hits the fan, they worry about how to get the shit off? I thought it would have been gold bars or canned food or at least ammo to fend off the roving hordes of leather-clad bandits trying to steal our women folk. But no. TP. That mundane bathroom staple no one can go without. Or can they? You know, go without. Today we find out on this week's edition of Do It or Else. Don't use toilet paper! Do you buy your thumb medicine? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb medicine? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. A lot of energy up top. I like it. (laughs) It's another episode of Dustin screaming into the mic. Hello, I'm Dustin. Hey, guys, and I'm Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Weekly Challenge podcast. If you haven't listened to us before, every week, Ryan and I, we participate in a different challenge, and we try to enrich our lives and have a little fun with it, learn a little bit of something about it. Ryan, do you remember our challenge for this week? Yeah, the challenge this week was do not use any toilet paper. Don't use toilet paper. You know, this um, is a problem in our country right now. This is a topical issue. There is a toilet paper shortage, I guess. And I have been told that this problem can be rectified. Oh, I see what you did there. I need like a little bell or something like ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but, oh, (laughs) uh, this is a serious issue. It's coronavirus 2020. We're in uh, day, what, 10 or 12 of official quarantine, I think. Um, Oh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we locked it down here at my house last Tuesday, and I think you locked it down last Wednesday, right? Yes, and I, so I would say, but some cities uh, had been in quarantine before that. So I yeah. guess as a country, our country is known to quarantine for at least two weeks, something like that. Um, we've been dealing with the coronavirus in America for what the last month. Yeah, I so think it sounds like, like that. Yeah, like early February. February. Yeah, I think early February thing, something. Yeah, kind of got rolling uh, in January, and we felt it was our duty to do uh, an episode. Oh, there he is again. That oh, is topical. Oh, we needed the whole thing sort of got rolling. Okay, I missed that. Okay, keep going. We are rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toilet paper rolling through this episode with all the puns that we can come up with, right? Yeah, absolutely. All the um, puns you can. I'm I'm not very punny. I'm a my brain doesn't you're funny, quite. But I'm funny, but not, not punny. punny. No, I've always thought um, I was more fun than funny too. But we'll see. We'll like see how I do. You're more fun in the moment. You mean like just the all around? You're just fun, not yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm really fun. Like, um, here's a good example. Like, I'm not saying I'm like him, but have you? Uh, Jimmy Fallon is not funny. Okay. Okay. He's very yeah. fun, though. And I, I can understand. I don't that, have the sure. same quality, but it's I, it's a similar vibe, I think. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, how are you dealing with uh, being locked in your house? Have you been out? Like, have you gone to a store or anything? What have you What have you been up to? Um, the only places I've gone, I have been to Kroger twice. Okay, so it was like last week and this week. I went uh, on Sunday morning. So, um, yeah, the quarantine is basically limited to our house and our park down the street. So we'll okay. walk over to the UGA intramural fields. Oh yeah. You have huge and, fields over there. Yeah. And so it's, there's no traffic, no car traffic really. Um, so it's pretty easy to just walk the street down there and kind of get your own space in the, in all the big fields. You know, you'll see some people running, uh, and walking, you know, cause you're allowed to get exercise. We are in a, in official shelter in place order. Uh, by Athens Clark County that happened. Oh, we don't have that so here. You yeah, so that's kind of I've been curious as when that's going to happen um cuz that kind of needs to happen in Atlanta. Kind of needs to happen the, everywhere, probably. The cases are especially in metropolitan areas, you know, just how close everybody lives, you're just in more more in more contact and So what does that mean? But, does that mean like you can't go for a run if you're shelter in place? Well, for us, it does allow outside exercise, but you're supposed to be, you know, not in groups. So if you want okay. to go on a walk, go on, you know, your your house, your family needs to move as one since you're all basically sharing the same germs anyway. But stay away from other people. You're allowed to go exercise. So Casey and I, like, we tied the dogs up against a fence post while we did a little uh, running body weight workout. So that's like, good. You know, but yeah, that's kind of what we're doing, man. We're just walking down to the park, dude. Taking we the dogs on walks. We that's got it. we got groceries yesterday, but um, Courtney is like, what is the term they're using? Like immune, like has a Efficient. weak immune system um, for various reasons, and so we didn't want to quite go to the grocery store this week when we when it seems like things are pretty wild. Um, yeah. So we ordered our groceries, but so like they came, they set them on the, the doorstep and we like, there's a, a tip taped to the door. They take the tip and then like, we like rolled our sleeves up and like carefully brought the groceries in and set them all in the same place. And then like anything, wipe them down. well, anything that, um, was non-perishable, we put in this big bin and we're just leaving that bin for like two or three days. We're just not going to touch that okay. bin. And then anything that was like need to be refrigerated, we wipe down and any like or frozen, we wipe down and then like the produce like we washed and then like we like religiously washed our hands and then washed the whole area, which felt fully insane. Like I have no idea if we can get this virus like just on groceries or something, but that's that's how we took uh, care of it. Yeah, that's that's one thing they're still trying to figure out. So you're taking good precautions um the the virus you know it can live on things for they say up to maybe two weeks in the right circumstances oh so wow if it's like wet and warm it, it can you know be it can still be there so okay let's say we lived in i don't know where is it wet and warm right costa now? rica F florida yeah okay in costa rica um Oh, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Whatever. Yeah, sure. 
So let's say somebody, you know, walks up a gangplank at a at a marina or something, and they touch the railing after sneezing into their hand and just like smear it across the whole thing. Like, there's a good chance it's just going to sit there, and if it stays moist and warm, it, it, it'll it'll live. Well, that's interesting. Why why um, moist and warm? Because that makes sense for like bacteria. But I thought it's viruses. The, it's, did well in the they, winter well there so i guess what so we need that doctor back we need your sister-in-law back i <laughs> yeah. thought that i'm pretty sure that the virus will live in like the upper uh mouth like the back of your throat those mucosal membranes okay and like because the virus is different from the bacteria remember that viruses are different than bacteria right. um and the virus spreads through like spitting right breathing. i hear what you're saying but yeah. why why do we get flu in the fall and winter uh oh that's when because it's cold our, that's a virus because because our immune systems are depressed during the winter time we have to work harder in oh. the winter time just to stay alive it's our bodies it's just being dumb it, it well, yeah it's just uh that's when the viruses are taking advantage of warm hosts i guess okay warm warm weak hosts and we are you're a warm weak host i am a warm weak host (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah they they come and they find us and travel with us and that's why we cough and sneeze and snotty all over the place and then winter time you know it it starts to go away as Typically, we get better. You know, we go outside more, more vitamin D, all that shit, and then the virus kind of goes through. You become cycle, a, you right? become a real expert. Trying, not really. I'm just reading. <laughs> just reading. Um, yeah, but you know, it. We've been through a lot of shit together the last few weeks, right? Yeah, we've been and in the shit. We just gotta stay together. We gotta make smart choices. We gotta work as a large bacteria uh we got to work as the white blood cells okay Okay. our country our country is the body and we are the white blood cells you and me specifically and instead of it's not instead of running to the problem we need to stay in our damn houses and wash our hands talking about you know like staying specifically just in your house you're allowed to leave your house just don't go near other people for a while for a while for yeah. a while i mean we're having fun uh online yeah we we played we played video game what did we jackbox. play we played jackbox games jackbox. saturday and sunday night on google hangouts yeah. that was fun google hangouts was fun. i got real drunk friday friday we night. got we got a little too tipsy playing those games it was fun we played for like what three hours yeah yeah and then we played another video game it was a whole yeah. thing it was this whole thing and we've got our programs going you've got your uh uh Everybody needs to tune into Facebook to see Dustin's build a playground program. Are you doing that today? I think I'll be doing some of that later today, maybe tomorrow. Yep. Okay, cool. And then I've got my program uh, every every weekday at 6 yep. o'clock. What's the dog doing in the yard? Great program. What's the dog doing in the yard yep. show? Which is, you know, we're just keeping busy yep, here. We're trying to. <laughs> hey, um, Our, I, think, I think it's time that we... Uh, Learned a little bit about toilet paper or whatever you you had planned for this glorious edutainment. Yeah, you never you never know what it's going to be. Seriously, but you're right this time. It's toilet paper. Nice. Play the ukulele. 
Dustin. Ryan. What do you think? Uh, well, let's just like set the stage here. We're talking about wiping butts uh, after defecating. Yep. So if you're not into that, this is not the episode for you, right? Right. This is a this is a poop episode. And when I mean, we're not talking about the actual poop. No, but we're talking that's about uh, the driving the force. Yeah, <laughs> that's the the motivation. Yeah. So behind. Because people don't generally want to talk about this, which is which is fine. But everybody poops. Yeah, everybody I know, poops, but Ryan. people don't want to talk about it, and that's fine with me. Oh, okay, it's fine with me. People don't want to talk about it, but they. But today we're talking about it. We're all trapped in our houses. Hey, Ryan. We're not in hey, public. Ryan. It's fine. What? Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Let's keep the romance alive, okay? I don't. I just want you to pretend like you've never <sighs> pooped in a hole no. next I don't to me. I think we have a romance, buddy. Well, it's because I've pooped in front of you before. Have you really? So let's try. And, let's try. And, I don't think you oh, have. Maybe I. No, you're a pretty shy in, peer. Uh, Are you a shy pooper? No, I'm not a shy pooper. You used to be a shy or peer. A shy have peer. you worked through that? Do you remember? I worked through the shy peer. In high school, I used to stand behind you while you peed, and I would go, "Go, Dustin, go, go," and then you wouldn't That's just go. Just straight up distracting, <laughs> and you'd like jostle my shoulders. Yeah. yeah, that was like the fun game. It was like. Who can sneak up on your buddy yeah. and like shake them while they're peeing and make them pee on themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I created a tight bladder sphincter whenever <laughs> you were around me and I would like have to not pee on myself. Well, it's good because now you don't pee during the show. So it's very useful. Yeah. Hey, here's another question. Mm -hmm. Do you think Europeans have this problem with toilet paper? Well, it's more complicated and we'll get to that. So let's, let's start at the beginning. Um, Let's talk about the colon pre. No, <laughs> no. let's not load the mouth, uh, the prehistory. So so if you if you had to guess like prehistory, what were people using uh, to clean themselves? What do you think? Like it's pretty it's pretty self-explanatory, right? They weren't. No, they were. They were using pine like cones. pine. Yeah. Cones. Pine cones. Actually, it sounds insane. But yeah, people were using pine cones, uh, grass, leaves, sticks, moss, which actually kind of makes a lot of sense. Oh, that's nice. If you lived like in a um, tropic. That's that Drake meme right there. It's like pine cones, no way. Moss. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also imagine like there's no record of this stuff. Like history, this is the kind of thing that biodegrades and just goes away. So there's no like great record, but we can just assume what people did. Like in uh, tropical environments, you'd use like coconut fibers or whatever. I imagine if there was water yeah. nearby, you'd probably just go like squat in the water and clean yourself up. Like that kind of makes the most yeah. sense. Um, and the first like ancient, at least Western ancient tradition of bathrooms that we have come from the Mediterranean woo first woo! reference of the week, uh, in ancient Greece, uh, they would use pottery to kind wow. of scrape okay. their bums. Like the three seashells in demolition man. Yeah. Oh, actually. Yeah. Seashells. I, I forgot to mention that. That was like a really common prehistory thing too seashells so the greeks were using uh bits of pottery and they used this thing called an ostraca which comes from the mm -hmm. word ostracize um because in greece if you were trying to like kick somebody out of the community you would vote with these little clay tablets um with their name on them and mm -hmm. to show that like you really hated somebody you would wipe your butt with that same clay tablet with their name on it oh wow yeah 
I thought you were going to say, like, to ostracize certain people, they would, like, take these clay pots with their name on it, and it'd be, like, a weird survival elimination thing where you'd shit in the pot and whoever's pot, like, filled up first. No, that's voted. that's fucking crazy, dude. Um, oh. No, they would just wipe their butt with them because that's what we're talking about, butt wiping. Um, in ancient Rome, still in the Mediterranean, uh, I'd look at all these pictures, uh, and there's, like, ruins the Romans used communal toilets. So you know how we have um, communal toilets as well, but they're separated by stalls. The Romans mm-hmm. would just sit in these big round rooms or square rooms with like 10 toilets and just like shoot the shit, literally. Um, and It's like the original philosophy. Yeah, they're just room. hanging out in there. And they have this thing called the xylospongium, which was a mm-hmm. sponge, just like a sea sponge, on the end of a stick. Um, and I was a little confused uh-huh. by that, but then I then I was like, "Why do you need the stick? Like, how deep are they cleaning? Yeah, what do you need the stick for? Well, it turns out you don't own your own xylospongium. There is like a canal of water that runs through the center of the bathroom, huh. and the xylospongium sits in there to get kind of clean, and you just reuse it. It's everybody's xylospongium. Like, there's a couple of them in there, and you pour some vinegar on it." And apparently disease spread rampantly through the Roman world for this practice. No kidding. Yeah, like if you were a rich guy, maybe you had your own xylospongium, but uh, everybody else was sharing. Ugh. Ugh. The next thing I could find was like in Eng- England, you have the groom of the stool. This oh, is a- the groom of the stool. A tiny little man dressed in a tuxedo <laughs> yeah. handing out paper rag yeah it is kind of like the dude in uh the bathroom and like washes your hands for you kind of and gives you gum um when you go to like i don't know a strip club or a bar or something uh this started with the english monarchy in like the 1500s and it's not clear you go strip club and bar you go strip club and bar not like a fancy steakhouse you know i haven't been in a lot of fancy steakhouses that have a dude washing sometimes my hands they're in there. there strip clubs always have that dude in there so that's why I say strip club. <laughs> and then like certain bars, like in New Orleans, I remember there was like, you just be in these tiny bathrooms. There's a dude in there. It's a job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the groom of the Getting stool tips, is yeah. not like quite a tipped job, but it was a pretty great job in England. Um, you would get like the king's old clothes and his like old furniture. Like it, like you basically were the most uh, close to the king. It's not clear if they cleaned the king or not. But it is cl- maybe when they were old or something. But it is clear that their job was to procure like cotton or blanket or linen uh, for the king's mm-hmm. use and to like to actually take care of the the toilet itself. But it was um it was a f- super like feared position in the court. You wouldn't want to cross the groom of the stool because they were the most intimate Ooh. with the king. And this this tradition went on for like a super long time. It started in the 1500s and it ended after the reign of Queen Victoria. She didn't really. She kind of got away, rid of it, but like the position still existed um, up until 1901. So not wow. a long time ago. The groom. The groom of the stool. Is that when they say like, so what came first, the groom of the stool or referring to poo as stool? Uh, so the stool itself was referring to a like a, a stool, a chair. With that a hole in the middle. For the chamber they, pot? Yeah, but it was the king's was very fancy, of course. It was like very plush gotcha. and very, very nice. 
Um, so and so the groom took like his lint brush and like yeah I think like or at the least velvet, like oversaw you know? that like maybe in the beginning they did that work but later they became like a little bit they they ended up being in charge of like the whole king's private affairs like inside their uh. their rooms they were in charge you know it, I think it was weird to be king I think there were a lot of people around all the time like when you're sleeping and you or having one sex person. or whatever yeah you just needed one person there. That, like, you can be completely vulnerable and open to and, like, talk about the hard problems while you're forcing out a gross kingly poo because you've got king's diseases and whatnot. Exactly. And you're you're only in bread like, or whatever. Meats and rich. So paper doesn't come blood. onto the scene. Uh, well, it shows up way before a lot of this. 8th century BC, the Chinese invent paper. Um, and it's not mm. clear if they were using it for toilet paper back then. Um, we have no record of that, but there yeah. is like, it's clear in the fifth century 80. so like 500s, um, that they were because there's like these poems about like, don't use the teachings of, of the prophets or whatever to wipe your butt. Um, oh, so okay. yeah, so the Chinese invented this, they were doing this. It's not clear if normal Chinese people were doing it cause it's very expensive, but the emperor's court for sure was. There's like records of these three, two by three foot pieces of paper specifically made um, for the emperor potty times. Wow, that's a that's a lot of uh, surface area. I assume they were cutting it in house. You think they're doing origami, like they're wiping and folding, <laughs> wiping and folding? I don't know, cause you, I don't see how a two by three foot piece would be at all useful, but. I have no clue. So in Europe, uh, this practice does not catch on. Even in the Middle East, they like know about it, but they think it's kind of gross and weird. Um, in Europe, uh, there's no real paper until way later, like the 11th and 12th century, mm-hmm. because you had uh, parchment, which is like paper basically, but made from animal skins, which was more durable and like lasted longer. So people didn't need paper, didn't want it until the invention of the Gutenberg press. Oh, so yeah, 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 uh, movable type, Gutenberg. right? Um, yeah, and they mix the Gutenberg Bible, all that stuff. So paper becomes mass-produced and way cheaper. And now people start, like wealthy people would use like leftover paper uh, to go to the bathroom, but it still wasn't super common. Um, even like in 18th century America, mm-hmm. so like the colonies have been formed, the country exists. Americans were using corn cobs, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I kind of wanted to do for this challenge. I just didn't have access to one and had no way of getting out of the house. Yeah. To get a corn cob. But they were probably have you using ever like, used a corn cob? They were using like dried corn cobs, right? Yeah, like you would you, you would get, have uh, fit, you would be done yeah. with the corn cob, yeah, and then dry it and then use it because you were using an outhouse, yeah, um, and it was just going in a hole. And I mean, it seems like, right? It would work pretty good. Uh, yeah, it kind of it it makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect. Um, except for, then yeah, I guess if, especially if you hole, had a, a supply right? of them, you just, yeah, and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. You probably get um, and then, three or four rotations on that thing, <laughs> and then drop it down the hole, and then exactly, and then grab another. What, one. They would dig it up and compost it. Would they reuse all their poo? I don't know what they were doing with just the dig a hole. No, I think I think the rule with an outhouse is you dig the hole and then you cover the hole and you dig a new hole somewhere else and you move the outhouse. Gross. You just like go on rotations, uh, but they're like deep holes. I I really don't know though. I should have looked into that. Deep long um, drops. So. In the 19th century America, you move into this era of the um, of the catalog. So you have the Farmer's Almanac oh, yeah. that has this like little hole on it that, you know, when that date is passed, 
you can use that piece of paper. Lots of paper. Um, and it's basically, you've already used it. It's free. And then the Sears and Roebuck catalog was huge. Mm-hmm. And this cannot be understated in the United States that these like quarterly catalogs, every three months, this catalog would come out. And it was really big, really and thick. And a lot of people bought stuff paper. from it. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you know commerce was done. It was the first Amazon. You'd be using the Sears Roebuck, and I guess like Sears is basically gone. I don't. I doubt they're going to survive right? this uh, collapse we're about to, we're facing. So, see you later, Sears. But thank you for all the Go toilet buy paper. Buy a lawnmower now. At the same time, uh, people realize like, okay, people are using toilet uh, paper in the bathroom. Let's this guy Joseph Gaietti, uh, an American, created like his own. Uh, I think it was called like medicinal paper and he would sell like stacks of Ooh. a thousand watermark sheets. That's a, good, uh, that's a saying, great name for toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Medicinal. Oh, I think, yeah. Funny. I think. Medi- oh no. Therapeutic. Sorry. Therapeutic. Oh, that's what it was. Medicinal therapeutic. Yeah. Paper. So he, um, uh, he was saying that the ink from the, the catalog was bad. For yeah. You. The ink and the chemicals. <laughs> so you, we need uh. to do this. Um, but nobody, no, nobody bought it. Nobody bought this stuff. Um, nobody wanted it. Uh, a few years later, people had figured out how to put it on rolls with perforation. So you could like pull off the squares like we have Mm now. Um, like the Scott, the Scott brand, uh, was actually one of the first to come up with that, but, uh, people didn't really want to buy it. So what they figured out was, uh, well, let's move on a new invention Indoor plumbing comes around. Oh, booyah. Um, these fancy hotels start getting indoor plumbing, and rich people start getting on indoor plumbing, and they realize that, uh, for one, the Sears Robot catalog is not a good look in your fancy hotel. Okay. So they start buying this rolled perforated paper because it looks good. Um, it's you know it's it's it costs extra money. It's not a freaking catalog sitting there, and it doesn't clog the pipes. Very so that's important. where yeah. uh, toilet toilet paper as we know it. Uh, gets going and, and it's only been like 120 years really um since this this paper or maybe 100 or so years even in the 1930s people yeah. were marketing toilet paper saying that it, it wouldn't have splinters in it wow so um yeah so then you kind of get what we get now where everybody's doing a run on toilet paper even though I'm pretty sure there's still toilet paper. Uh, you ask about the rest of the world, what the heck are they the doing? Europeans. And we know what they're doing. The Europeans, especially the French, uh, use the bidet, uh, which I think meant like small horse or something like that, which they would straddle and you would just kind of, fl- it would just be a little bowl and they would flush some water up and up into themselves. Uh, that design has been now modernized, especially by the Japanese. Oh, where they have these fancy oh bidets that God. shoot water. Now, I have never personally experienced a bidet. I, I, from the sound of your voice in Japan, you definitely did. Oh, um, yeesh. I had one in my hotel in France, but didn't use it. Um, actually, I think my brother, my brother had one in his house when he lived in the Caribbean, but they just like kept plants in it and like watered the plants in there. So, um, Westerners have always been, or like Americans especially, have always been a little afraid of the bidet. Uh, and it's thought that the bad reputation comes from World War II when GIs were exposed to it um, in French um, brothels. <laughs> so they associated it with prostitution. It was the first like, time they, their they got using butt it. play. <laughs> they, they were ashamed <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, they were ashamed of it. And it, it hadn't caught in, on, in the United States until basically now. It seems like, um, especially with people realizing 
that maybe toilet paper is a finite resource, which it may or may not be. The bidet might be more useful. And also, the bidet uses way less water than toilet paper because to, to make paper and produce paper, it's gallons and gallons and gallons of water, which if you're just wiping with fresh water out the tap, you know, lickety split, booyah. a lot less water. Heck yeah. So, booyah. That is the uh, the history of toilet paper. Are you ready to move on to the experience of not using toilet paper this week? Toy day wa doku deska. What? Toy day wa doku deska. That toy day wa doku deska. Toy day wa. Is that Japanese? That is. Where's the what toilet? And uh, yeah, dude. One more thing. Japan's okay. bidets are incredible, and I know I've heard so we, much. Tell we us. Went, so we went to Japan. That was two years ago, and I fell in love with their toilets. And I uh, am fascinated at the multiple pressure settings and the heat and the music that you can play out of the toilet seat. And the fact that, like, if you wanted to raise the seat, you could push a button and the seat would come up and it would go down. And they've really just, you know, Japan is in so much debt, but it's because they're putting all the money into R&D for these awesome bidets that can... Dude, why do you keep saying you went to Japan two years ago? It was ago? 2018. I got, a, I got a memory on my computer that it, like, made this random cool memory, like a little 50-second There's second no video. way. It was, it, it was you, September 2018. You talk about it during the show. Yeah, and that was a Had it already happened? Trip. Had it, like... Oh, okay. Because when we did, <laughs> you're gonna have to check out our previous episode, make a 60 second film to find out what we're talking about. Go back and listen yeah. to it. All right, moving on. Let's go. Japan for the win. <laughs> I want to talk to my friend. I want to talk to my friend Ryan. We're going to talk friend. about things. I'm right. Talking about things. We're talking, talking about, about things, things with our butts. With Ryan. Hey, it's <laughs> me, Ryan. Welcome to Talk About Things with my friend. I'm your friend, Ryan. Uh, today and on this the show. The, sh- <laughs> <laughs> the show within the show. The show inside the show. Dustin, you didn't use toilet paper this week. Is that true? Or did you did you use toilet paper? What happened? Tell me, brother. I accidentally used toilet paper a couple times. What happened? Um, well, classic Dustin. Here's what. Well, classic Dustin. What what got me was like the first day of the challenge. I had to go to the bathroom, and I immediately reached and I grabbed toilet paper off the roll, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, but I, like, you already, you already it pulled the, it. Yeah. I, I ripped it off the roll, and I was like, "I can't use this." So I mean, I, I laid it back on the toilet <laughs> uh, roll. So it was like just for. Casey yeah. can use it. And then I went and got in the shower. Okay, okay. so I took a shower. Uh, let me rewind. I did order bidets off of Amazon, but yeah. you, you know, two day shipping, not a, not a chance. I'm probably going to get it. Um, probably next week is when the bidets okay. are coming. But they're non electrical bidets that they just basically add on to your water intake uh, fitting. Uh, fixture did you get toilet. did you get like the amazon one or tushy like what did you get it's i think i got just like a weird amazon one probably okay, like 30 bucks off brand yeah now you said bidets did you buy multiple you bought two i bought two about one for upstairs and one for downstairs cool. so gonna go to a full bidet house for for me anyway and 
Um, but this I, week, I no bidet without one because of yeah, a global pandemic. No they couldn't they yeah. couldn't ship your fancy there French butt sprayer. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so started taking showers, and uh, we we talked about it. You know, like okay, we're gonna start altering our our schedules for you know when I'm gonna take a sh- when I'm gonna take a poop. That's mm-hmm. when I'm gonna shower. It's like <laughs> that's yeah. That's what's changing. It's like not before I have to go out, or not before like I I uh, or not after a workout or something, but after I poop. Okay, so you that's said that's when I shower. So you said there. So and, for the most part, you were good. I did, but I did use toilet paper when I blew my nose because allergies are kicking in, and now I don't know if I have coronavirus or allergies, and it's just allergies for me. Are you taking uh, allergy pills? Like, I'm uh, Flonase. Okay, yeah, I'm, so, I'm. I used to be a Clair, like cheap Claritin, whatever. But now, whatever the Kroger Green Cap one is, my doctor said I have to mm. take that now. So I don't know which gotcha. one that is. I think that's a. I think that's the Zyrtec okay. knockoff. All right, cool. Which is still like Claritin. Um, okay. But I like to spray it up in my nose. Woo. So the so anyways, uh, I blew my nose with toilet paper. I was like, damn it! And then nah, so I, I still I still feel like I'm cheating. Because, like, I, I caught myself using a paper towel, not to wipe my butt, but to blow my nose. And I'm like, dang, I'm still using a rolled paper product. Yeah, but we don't, have, we don't have another solution for nose no. blowing. Like, you don't want to What get do you sh- mean handkerchiefs? There are handkerchiefs for a reason. Oh, they yeah. were a thing. Yeah, you know, my dad carried, carries a handkerchief in each back pocket. One wow. for himself and one for someone else. He's, that, like, he's that's up. just how he rolls. Yeah. He's a prepper when it comes to handkerchiefs, and okay. I've got handkerchiefs, so I started wiping my nose with that, or uh, just like having a gross dish towel that was. Now I confiscate this towel from the kitchen for the day. Like this is my towel that I'm gonna use to wipe my nose and stuff. But I still cheated. I still like used toilet tissue. I failed, and it's like dang it. And it's, yeah, so it goes. It's, it's hard. So it sounds it goes. like for the most part you like. Didn't though. Mm-hmm. So you you almost did in the bath. You never did in the bathroom. It sounds like. Never did in the bathroom uh, using toilet paper. I would use a one wet wipe. Didn't get in the shower. Dude, you're not supposed to be using wet wipes at all. Well, then I double they like, failed. They like then they say they're biodegradable, but they're not, and they clog the sores. Yeah, they say they're flushable, and they are flushable. They're not sewerable. They're yeah, not yeah, they go they go down, but then they don't. But then they ruin your yeah. city's infrastructure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, eh, I had to. I I gotta just do one wipe before so you, you got kind of a you got kind of a C, I think. I'd take a D. All right. Yeah, you did okay. I think you could do a lot better. We'll see what or happens F when the plus. bidet gets here. Um, I I nailed it, dude. I was already doing this before you made up the challenge. Really? Uh, yeah, dude. I uh, since I lost my job, I don't go anywhere. I'm just in my house. I have nothing to do. I am on no schedule. It is the weirdest time of my life. Uh, I like it. I like that I don't have anything to do, but it is very strange. Um, so yeah, dude. I just whenever uh, it was time, it was time. And if it was time twice, it was time twice, and I was just taking showers. Yeah, I was just back. Yeah. <laughs> I was just back in the shower. I got nothing to do. I mean, I can I can absolutely see that a shower probably is not as um, efficient 
as a bidet, but you know, I don't have a bidet. So it, uh, no toilet paper. So just keeping it for the ladies. And cause obviously there's a gender thing here that we like yeah. haven't discussed. We kind of mentioned last week, but, um, yeah, like women use toilet paper after they pee. Generally men don't need such a thing. Uh, there's yeah. gravity for yeah. that. So there's clearly a difference there. And I don't want to say that you, you should or shouldn't use toilet paper, but we, we got through a week without using it. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I honestly feel like this quarantine period is going to set a standard for, I don't know, a lot of people. It's going to set a standard for a lot of things. You're absolutely right. Like, I mean, especially teleworking. Yeah. The like uh, people that are still able to do their jobs and they're like, well, why do I need to come in on Friday? Why don't I just work a four-day week and have a, right? a remote day? Why Friday? the heck like, am I driving You know, to an hour or two hours every day, especially in a city like Atlanta, when yeah. <laughs> well, I could just be doing this from my house? And uh, yeah, I think we're going to see a huge difference there. Yeah. Turns out you gave me a laptop. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Okay. Well, I can uh, use that on any table. <laughs> How how novel? I think I think people are working from home. Uh, it's very difficult on a lot of managers because managers like to control the things they can control, and one of the few things a manic- manager can really control is whether your butt is in the seat. Um, and you see it at all kinds of jobs where the manager gives you like if if it's a bad manager, generally they give you shit for things that don't really matter to the job. But it's because it's something like being on your phone or something, right? Because it's something visible that they can point to and be like, you need to change this behavior. Um, and they can't do that when you're teleworking. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, I, I think right. new management strategies are going to have to come up. And I'm sure some have been developed in companies that have been teleworking for a long time. And people are just going to have to change. Uh, it seems way better. Like the pollution's way down. The noise is way down. You can run in the street now, which is really nice. Yeah, um, it's weird though. It's fully weird, but dude, do you know about like um, I I don't really know the name, but have you heard of something like family, like family cloth? I think it might be called. No, I I might have the wrong name here, but this is something I heard about, and I just wanted to mention now because when else am I going to get to talk about this? There are some families that there, and it this is a this is a practice that it, it has existed for a long time where there are basically rags that are used in the bathroom that get put in a dirty bin and washed and reused. Hmm. Okay. I think family cloth. And there's some sort of like stick system. What do you think? How do you feel about that? I feel terrible about it. I would be okay with it if like, if I was living alone. Yeah, like if you had your own I bin. I had like, had, if I had my own bin, yeah. And, and you, if I had like, let's say I had like a whole bunch of old cross-country t-shirts that I yeah, never exactly. got rid of. And I yeah. just started chopping those bad boys <laughs> up. say. Into like six inch by six inch squares. And then it's like, that might be kind of nice, you know, like yeah. cotton for your butt every day. And uh, they only get softer as you wash them. Oh, God. Oh God! Soon, sooner or later, you're gonna to have to start folding those, Ryan. They're getting too thin. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if I would like like my dirty rag going on top of 
another family member's dirty rag and just yeah. like opening up a, yeah. a wicker basket with like mm-hmm. poop all over it. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you to this conversation. Let's rate this challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's our review of Family Towel. Let's review this challenge. <laughs> Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two are alike, and thus no scale is like any other. Dustin, you came up with the challenge this week, and so that that means it's my job to come up with the scale. Yeah. But honestly, you're better at coming up with the scales. Do you have anything in mind, or should I just just whip one Um, up? I think you should whip one out. Okay. Well... Uh, to celebrate um, tomorrow, my birthday, I will be 33 years old tomorrow uh, on a scale of z- z- 1 to 33. How do you review it? Mm. I review this challenge. I give this challenge a 2. Whoa, you hated it. Out of respect for the royal number 2, oh, which I think okay. is... The highest <laughs> score you could give this challenge. So, oh yeah, uh, I yeah, I think it's uh, 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 really good, really good. Yeah, I would have gone a scale of uh, number one to number two. Oh uh, yeah, scale yeah. Of one to two. Well, that's not what the scale. That's not <laughs> so, what the but scale on your is. scale from. See, that's one the to thing. That's why I asked you to make I'm, the scale, but that's not what we did. I am putting a two with an asterisk in in the footnotes it says asterisk plus or minus uh, 31 okay so it's either like really bad or really good depending on how you interpret it and i am interpreting it as it was a great challenge it's like really practical and helpful uh and like really beneficial uh y- you know uh being able to stay clean showered and smell nice uh Every day is nice. I don't wash my hair every day, Mm-mm. and me neither. But I'm washing my sensitive bits um, really clean, um, and it feels good to be clean. It also yeah. feels good to to help save the environment in a weird way. And Absolutely. I am really looking forward to my bidet when it gets here. So, um, yeah, I give it high no, praise. Two with an asterisk. Uh, I give it. I give it um, 27 years of living on the earth. It's great. Um, under normal circumstances, I don't know how I would review it, but we're not living under normal circumstances. Right. So if you're trapped in your house all freaking day, um, taking a shower is, is a, it, you should be showering every day still just to kind of, it makes you feel so much better. Um, and yeah, it's cleaner than toilet paper for sure. Like I, I had a friend say years ago, my friend Max was like, Ryan, if you got a little bit of shit on your face, would you just wipe it off with some paper? And I was like, no, of course, of course I wouldn't just like wipe it off with some paper. He's like, yeah, exactly. Like why, why, why do people think just a little bit of paper is a good solution? It's not a good solution. It makes a lot of sense for our circumstances, but man, water and soap, that's the stuff. So that's how I review it. Hey, can I ask you a serious question, though, before we move on and pick a new challenge? Yeah, what do you got? Um, 
Do you think you can shit in a urinal if you have diarrhea? No, you, you can't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Why just asking. No, be, no, don't do no, that. No, I was just, it was just asking. There's a different kind of plumbing there. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that, Dustin. Dustin, have you been doing that? Okay, okay. okay. Dustin, have okay. you, you got to tell me, have you been doing that? Once. Oh, God. Why'd you do that? I wanted to feel the power between my legs <laughs> of of uh, making an entire bar bathroom empty out. I like holding that You're lying. biological. You're lying. Bioterrorism. <laughs> You're lying. Bioterrorism. Okay. It's a lie. I thought it was true. I'm now I'm realizing it's a lie. Let's pick next week's challenge. You ready? Pick it. Don't flick it. Yeah. Wipe it. And fold it. It's your turn to pick the next challenge. It's my turn to pick the challenge. Um, and I've thought about this long and hard for the last uh, last day or so. Um, while under quarantine, um, I've, for about an hour or so a day, I have turned to video games. Video games have been okay. a nice, uh, kind of exciting uh, place to go. And there is a fun new video game out. From the Call of Duty franchise, I think maybe Activision made this game, and it's free to play on computers and consoles. Uh, I don't think it's mobile yet. Is it mobile yet, Dustin? Mm, Telephones? I, I don't, don't think, so. think it's robust enough for that. Yeah, I don't think. They but you know, can you can play that. you can play Fortnite on a phone. And it runs great. So maybe one day it'll be on telephones. But um, the game I'm talking about is Call of Duty War Zones. It is a battle mm-hmm. royale. Uh, you and I played a little bit. Uh, a couple days yeah. ago, we did pretty I good. My first game with you. Yeah, we did pretty good. It's pretty fun. I think it's really fun. I don't know what you think. Uh, I'm super impressed with it. It runs great. It's very fun. So the challenge this week um, is to win a round of Call of Duty Warzone's Battle Royale. Win. Oh, nice. You got to okay. win. And it's cool. a real. I should say it's very hard to win. So uh, yeah, we got to win. Got to get a win. All right. That's the that's Sweet. the game, uh, Dustin. Where can people reach out to us if they want to reach out to us? Let's say that they want to leave a voicemail or something. Well, if they want to leave a voicemail, we'd love your hot takes on the quarantine situation. Our call in line is seven two four do it pod seven two four do it pod, and you got to look at the numbers on your phone to figure out what those letters mean. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out, yep. Zoomers. Uh, and Instagram. What's the Instagram? At do it or else pod. At do it or else pod. And the same thing for email. At do it. Uh, you can't put it at for the email. It's just do it or else pod at Gmail. Yo. Yeah, you can't put the at in the, in the beginning. It's in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it or else pod at gmail.com. Faux show. Faux show. show. That's the show. That is we the gotta show. We got to go. I'll let you know. If there's any mo, but there ain't, so you can go out the dough. Here we go. I rhymed go with go, but it's part of my flow. Get down on the flow. This is the popo. Oh no no! 
This is not a show show. Any momo. This is for real real. Uh, Put the toilet paper down! <laughs> Put it down! <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love it if the cop was just rhyming for a while <laughs> and then he started freaking out. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bye, babies. Bye, babies. Oh, and as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. <laughs>